Hello and welcome to another episode of the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, fitness, wellness trends, food, how celebrities get results. I also review other podcasts on these topics. On this show, I like to discuss the details and the reality of trying to find balance in a world full of extremes. All right, let's get into the show. But first, I wanted to talk to you about our sponsor, which is a trusted nutrition program focused on healthy aging and longevity. It's called Prolon for promoting longevity, and it helps maintain health, energy, clarity, weight, and performance while supporting healthy aging and rejuvenation of the cells. As you know, I'm all about slowing down the aging process and increasing longevity, and that starts with what you're consuming on a regular basis. Their main product is the Prolon 5-Day Nutrition that feeds the body with clean, premium ingredients while providing the rejuvenation benefits of fasting. I did this recently. I felt great. I lost weight. I lost fat. Uh, The Prolon system allows you to eat for five days and your metabolism and cells think you're fasting. It's the number one doctor-recommended fasting nutrition program based on over 20 years of research and it was developed at the Longevity Institute of the University of Southern California. In human studies, Prolon showed to reduce biological age as well as risk factors for health conditions. It's a great body and spiritual mindset that combines plant-based nutrition with spirituality and rejuvenation. Fasting is common in all divine religions and major meditation schools, and now science has uncovered that there are major benefits of this practice. Check out Prolon's nutrition um, products and program, and try to subscribe to the Prolon 5-Day. Now, they also have a one-day reset as well and and a bunch of other really great products, Uh, but they do recommend doing the 5-Day program three times a year. Um, so go to prolonlife.com. You can also go to the link in my Instagram bio at the diet obsessed podcast. You can go to the show notes and there's a link in there. Um, I do have a coupon code for you so you can get 20% off any of the prolon products. If you want to try any, it's Veronica 20. So just add that at checkout V E R O N I C A two zero Veronica 20, and you'll get 20% off. All right, let's get into the show. Now, if you want to support the show, there's a few ways you can do that. You can subscribe to Patreon through the link in my uh, bio, and you'll get up to three additional uh, premium content episodes per month. So I have three different levels of access of premium content on my Patreon. There's an appetizer level, which gets you one additional per month. There's a craving more level, which gets you two. And then there is a VIP level that gets you three additional episodes plus bonus content. Uh, the VIP level you'll hear extra juicy, extra personal stuff. Um, so if you want to go subscribe to that, in addition to the two free episodes you get to listen to per month through just your regular podcast channel, you can go subscribe to Patreon through the link in my bio. You can also leave a rating or review to this episode, um, or this podcast in general, leave some stars, leave some comments. People love to hate on me. So if you like me, or even if you do hate me, 
go leave me a, a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, it really does mean so much. I love seeing the feedback. And I actually have improved the show from some of the feedback I've seen in the reviews. So if you would just take some time to do that, I would really appreciate it. All right. So in a few minutes, I'm going to be doing a podcast review of RIP Diets, which just came back. Uh, the host, Emily Lubin, who also hosts Diet Starts Tomorrow. Uh, I've done a few reviews on her podcast, but she basically stopped putting them out. And I'm not sure exactly why. Um, I do have a theory, um, a little bit of a shady theory that I will talk about uh, behind my paywall <laughs> on my next episode of Craving More. But um, but I do really like the REP diets and I'm glad she's back. So I'm going to be doing a quick review of that. Um, first, I did want to get into some of my regular segments. So first of all, I apologize if I'm like scatterbrained today. I have got so much going on right now. So I just wanted to do my little mental health check-in. Um, so my mental health is, is good right now. Um, for those of you who weren't able to listen to my last episode that is behind the paywall, my last episode of Craving More, I did talk about how I had had our our first interview with our inspector, who is in charge of approving our license that we're trying to get in Massachusetts for our for our startup business in the cannabis industry. And um, it went really well. I was nervous as hell, but um, and and I I didn't anticipate. I didn't know when the final in-person inspection would be, but I knew once I got that date, I would be going into overdrive. And I, I've been told by so many people in the industry that it takes forever to get this appointment. So I figured I'd have like a good two to three week kind of, um, you know, uh, allowance of time that I could you know, get a lot of the, we have, there's so many last minute little details that I need to tie up and finish. Uh, before we were going to be ready for this final inspection. And so so we just, we had the interview. That went well. That was over Zoom. And then two days later, he comes back to us and gives us dates for next week, like right before Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh my God, like I am not ready. And I do want to jump on the first date. So our partner had immediately took taken the first date, which was the Monday. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, wait, I got to get over there. I got to fly over there. And I need to, there's a bunch of things I need to do. Like, there's just a, a checklist of things that need to get done. So, um, so I pushed it till Wednesday. So I am scurrying around like a chicken with my head cut off, just finishing the paperwork, printing the documents, getting all of the last, I have to like, fly back to Boston, figure out why the car won't start, <laughs> fix the car, learn this new technology, meet the security team, drive up to Maine, pick up the scale and the body cams that arrive. There's just, there's a, a million things that I need to do that, like, I could not sleep last night. My brain was just, like, running through the checklist that I have to do. So it's very exciting. I, it's been three years of a journey to get to this point with like a roller coaster of emotions up and down. So for those of you that have listened to me since the beginning, you've heard this crazy startup journey in, in the cannabis industry. And it's it's just been 
insanity and really stressful and it's it's finally I mean it's going to get more stressful right but I if we can get this license it will be a huge goal that we've hit and something that I didn't necessarily think I was able to would be able to accomplish um you know getting a cannabis license is really capital intensive the the regulations are insanely hard to comply with because they're very 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 detailed and difficult and expensive everything so you know i'm i'm and again i we, he might deny us for our license he might say we have to like do all this extra work which could cost you know thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars more and that could put us at risk of going out of business so i mean this is you know startup life and you know just this roller coaster of a journey i've been on the past you know decade basically since we started the company but especially the last couple of years have been especially volatile um and so anyway well that's my thanksgiving is like i have no idea where i'm even spending thanksgiving usually i host it anyway i'm going to talk about that a little bit more in my next episode so i won't continue to rant about this but wish me luck this is you know this is ugh. God. So it's it's Wednesday the 22nd is the date. And our inspector is a very, he seems like a kind guy. He seems like he's trying to help us through this process. So, you know, which is good. Like I've heard that it could go the opposite way where the inspectors are just like trying to trip you up. And anyway, so I'm grateful that this seems like a reasonable man. And, you know, I, I do, there's a lot of pressure on this type of license because it's social equity um, to, to, to help us get into business, to, to help, to, they want this, the program to be successful, uh, which is, you know, supposed to help right some of the wrongs of the drug war and, um, you know, disproportionately impacting people of color and all the things. So hopefully we can accomplish this goal and I will report back. I will have an answer on probably not my next episode because I'm going to be um, taping one ahead because I'm going to be traveling so much. But um, you'll hear it on the next free show, most likely, how how it all went. So stay tuned. And I hope all of you have had a good mental health week yourselves. All right. A, a very quick diet culture media moment. Have any of you seen Kelly Clarkson lately? She looks really good and she's, I guess she's lost like 60 pounds and she is saying how, I mean, she's been talking on, I guess the, the Bush sisters were on her show and, you know, they saw some old pictures of themselves and they were calling themselves chubby and she's like, you're not chubby. Kelly Clarkson was like, you're not chubby. And they kind of had this dialogue about, you know, body image and diet culture. And, you know, Kelly shared just how much she's struggled over the years and how she's, you know, she's really finally improving her, her, her lifestyle. And she's been more consistent than ever. Now, she's not saying that she's done the semaglutides or the ozempic or any of that stuff, but come on, she, she, to have lost that much. And for somebody that's never, you know, for for the last, I don't know, decade we've we've known Kelly Clarkson. I mean, obviously you see a lot of people in, in Hollywood fluctuate a lot. There's a lot of pressures, of course, when you're in the public eye. Kelly Clarkson has always been that like real down to earth chick that's just like 
I am who I am. I love myself. And, you know, she really pushed back because I, I know that I, I read some of her story in the past and she was one of those those people that really pushed back on the societal image. She was being pressured by the record label she'd been under at first to like look like the Britney Spears and look like the Christina Aguilera. And she's like, this is not me. Like, I need to be me. And and she she was one of the few that got that grace to to really be herself and she's so wildly talented that that really came through and and I just love Kelly Clarkson I like I am her biggest like not her biggest fan but I like stand firmly in her corner you know it sounds like she it seems like she was in a marriage where this loser guy that she finally divorced like took her for a lot of money but she, I mean she has plenty of money and she's going to make even more but um I don't think that it ended well just from some of the stories and and she doesn't speak disparagingly of this person but um but I think that she was probably you know done a little bit dirty in the divorce he seems to be like this money grubber that was trying to get a lot of her assets and She's kind of spoke around the subject, but, um, but anyway, so it, it looks like she is living her health journey. She's looks amazing. She looks very, very, she looks like she's thriving and she looks like she feels good. She, she talked about how she's, she's feeling better than ever. And yeah, I, I, if I had to guess, I would say there's some sort of semaglutide action happening in there. And hey, more power to her if she's using it. It's her medical journey. She does not have to come out and say it. But if I had to guess, I would say that that's my guess, that she's probably taking at least a little bit of the semaglutide. So good luck to Kelly. Wishing her continued success and um, good luck on her health journey. She's She's looking great, feeling great. And I love seeing that. So that was my diet culture media moment of the week. All right, let's get into my healthy habits of the week. So this has been a pretty healthy week. Um, you know, I'm, I'm acutely aware of how my nutrition level can affect my mental health. And so lately when I, when I am going into a week that I know is going to be particularly stressful, I try to cut back a little bit on the processed sugar, on the alcohol, and just just on some of the things that I know will make me a little bit more anxious, maybe a little depressed. So I, you know, so Sunday is usually like my real indulgent day. And this past Sunday, I decided to have another kind of self-care Sunday. So I, I, let's see, I got up, I worked out. I had a healthy, um, I made these egg bites that I, you know, I, I was just like, I want more protein and I'm getting sick of these rotisserie chickens. Or I just wanted something different than the salmon and the rotisserie chicken. And just the same way I prepare the eggs all the time. And I had the, this whole head of broccoli that I hadn't made. And I'm like, how do I want to cook this broccoli? And I had this one piece of chicken sausage left and I'm like, why don't I make some egg bites in, in the little tin with the muffins? That way they're all made. I can just grab them and go during the week. And I had never made them before. So I just looked up a quick little recipe 
and it didn't have any milk in the house. It did call for milk, but I'm like, well, I, I don't really want to use milk anyway. So I just used whole eggs, a lot of extra egg whites. I chopped up most of the broccoli, put it in there, chopped up the chicken sausage and, um, yeah, just used, just used eggs and cheese and, and they, they came out okay. I mean, they were a little dry, but you know, I, I forced them down. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to waste these. So I did eat them for breakfast most, most days this week. And, um, and you know, that morning I, I had that, you know, some protein in the morning and then I went to my Pilates class and then I went that like really intense Legree class and then I went to do a sauna after and I ran a bunch of errands and I was getting hangry and I I did want to splurge on some good Italian food. So I was trying to go back to that Andrioli's place that I had talked about uh, on my last podcast, this amazing Italian restaurant that I just discovered that's like basically in my backyard and um, so I, so I'm like getting all excited. I'm starving at this point. It's like, it's like 2 PM and I've had like some egg bites and I've worked out and it's just like, I, I need sustenance. And, and so I place this order online and, you know, I order a bunch of stuff for Chad and I, and I, I place the order and it says, okay, pick up on Tuesday at like 11 a.m. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, what, what is happening here? So I'm looking and looking and looking. And apparently they were closed. But they like, you know, some businesses you can't place an order if they're closed. This business you could. And so I'm like, are you serious? So now I have this like really huge like sandwich on sandwich on pasta. Like all the stuff that I was like supposed to pick up on a Tuesday when I want to eat lighter, you know, that this was my Sunday splurge. And, and again, I know that, you know, some people think that that's like all diet culture, but that's just how I like to do it. I like to have, that's how I keep balance in my life. I like to splurge more on the weekends and I like to eat a little lighter during the week. That's just what I do. And, uh, and so, so I was like, great. Now I get to like, try to call and cancel this order on Tuesday or pick it up and eat it. I'm like, and I just, you know, I'm like, either way, I'm just going to, whatever, if I, ha if I, if they make it and I have to eat this food, I'll do it. But hopefully they, I can get to them in time for them to cancel it. So they did, I did get there in time for them and they gave me, they were very kind. They gave me a gift card. So I'm going to go back and have a date night this Friday with, with Chad and actually eat there because anytime you bring pasta home you know, it's not as good as eating it at the restaurant. It's going to be less al dente. It's going to, you know, the bread is not going to be as as fresh or as, as crisp when you're, you know, the, the crunch when you bite into it. So, and this stuff was already excellent when I brought it home for takeout. So I'm very, very, very excited to eat it in person. So I will be reporting back on that meal. I'm going to try a bunch of other things that I haven't tried there before. And I'm very excited. But, but I was able to, so, so that, so I was so disappointed on Sunday. I'm like, no, I'm like, I want this. And I was like, and you know, when you're just like so hungry and you just can't even figure out at that, like you had this, like taste it, like you wanted this specific meal. It's like, that's what I wanted. And I, I would have settled for like a turkey stuffing, you know, kind of like a Thanksgiving sandwich, but that's nowhere to be found because Starbucks is not making it anymore. So I had, so I was like, well, let me, let me 
And I was like, maybe, and I was kind of near Smashburger. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll go get Smashburger. But I was like, I was so hungry in that moment. And I had this gift card to Nectar and I was right near a Nectar. So I'm like, let me go get an acai bowl and I'll get extra granola and I'll treat myself this way. And it's, and there's nutritional value and it still feels like I'm treating myself. So that's what I did. I went and got a really big, delicious acai bowl with some extra granola and, and I texted Chad, I'm like, I'm like, Andreoli's is closed. I was so upset. I'm like, I'm like, do you want, I'm like, what about Smashburger? And he's like, well, so he ended up texting me this order that I was, I, I don't know. I looked at the sandwich that he wanted and I, so this burger from Smashburger and it looked so unappetizing that I was suddenly turned off to Smashburger, even though I love Smashburger. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, are you going to be mad if I don't? end up going to smash burgers and he's like no that's fine so so I just ate my and I was so full from that acai bowl I mean they're huge and so I ate that went home and then I just had another one of those like Trader Joe's um pizzas which I'm addicted to these pizzas those fried crust pesto pizzas but um but yeah I mean overall the week was really healthy I had I had this leftover soup I had a bunch of cucumbers that I cut up I made a bunch of salads cuz I wanted to use the rest of the rotisserie chicken I had in the in the kitchen I wanted to use uh more of the feta I had this whole block of feta that went bad uh the last time I bought feta because I used to make that greek salad all the time, all the time. I would eat it like every night. I think I did that for years and I just haven't been into it as much lately. So I, I took a, a long hiatus from the the Greek kind of salad with feta, but um, it's been so long that I did end up wanting it this week. So I did end up chopping up the rest of my chicken and black olives and uh, cucumbers and I used some of the feta and I had a little bit of this uh, kind of like Mediterranean Dijon dressing leftover. So that was really good. I still had some of those really delicious crunchy organic apples that I that I got from the store. So those were very crunchy and satisfying and sweet. Um, and yeah, so overall the week I, I had limited alcohol over last week and I had like one drink on, on like maybe two days. So uh so yeah, so I went into this week with a, a good clear head, good mental health, you know, which which is good because I really needed to feel good this week as I'm preparing for my trip to Boston. So I hope all of you had some good healthy habits this week yourselves. All right. And then for my tasty treat section, I did mention a couple of the things in that, uh, the Trader Joe's pizza and, you know, the, the acai bowl was healthy. Like I do consider the, even though it's got a lot of sugar in it, it still like has high nutritional value. So, um, but this, this week I wanted to send, I didn't go get more mochi donuts myself, but I did send, I was trying to send my mom, it was my mom's birthday and I was trying to send her some mochi donuts. I spent a good hour downloading every single delivery app that exists. And I was trying to find mochi donuts near Tampa. So I could, because my mom's in Florida to send them to her. And there are mochi donut stores. Like there's one called Mochi Nut. But it was, it was not on any of the apps. And you like, you couldn't, I thought Postmates would go anywhere you wanted. And 
they won't. <laughs> like you have to be able to search the restaurant on there. So, or the store. So that, so I, so I, I saw, I did see though on one of the apps, there was this donut shop that, that did deliver to them. And it was, and it just from the looks of the donuts, they looked like they had the cronuts, which, you know, again, for those of you that have listened, I love a, a cronut. Cronut is like that croissant donut. So I ended up sending, they, they had this order where you could get six different fancy donuts is what they called them. So I chose three of the like croissant type donuts. I chose a birthday Oreo sprinkle one because I thought she might like that. She, my mom loves sugar, like her daughter, like, like, you know, like daughter, like mother, like daughter. Uh, and, and then I sent her this uh, coconut cream one that I knew she'd love because they, her and my stepfather, George, love coconut cream pie. I was going to send them a coconut cream pie from a bakery down there, but you can't go wrong with donuts. I mean, donuts are the most delicious. So she said that, and, and she sent me a picture of them and the, the cronuts came, these, there were these huge, big square flaky. She, she said they were incredible. So, so even though I couldn't send her the mochi donut I wanted to, I still sent her something really good. So um, I was happy about that. I also sent her like this little purse thing and some other nice little gifts. And um, so so I did have that disappointing uh, meal or tried to have <laughs> tried to have a delicious Italian meal on Sunday. Now, during last week, and it's so crazy, it feels like forever ago. But uh, Chad's birthday was also at the beginning of the month. And so his parents have been trying to like get together with us, but we've been so busy. So they ended up picking up Andreoli's on a Tuesday and bringing it over. And so, you know, again, (laughs) actually, that's funny because I would have had to eat Andreoli's this Tuesday if, if I had like picked up that order. And last Tuesday, we also had it, ironically. I think it was a, I can't remember if it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I think it was a Tuesday. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, they wanted to celebrate and and just see their sons. So they ended up picking up some, some of that good Italian food and bringing it back here. And, you know, I was working, so I would just come out to like shove some food in my mouth between, um, interviews that I had and, and the bread had gotten a little soggy. I did have a couple bites of the... I did eat the sandwich, you know, so I did have in the midst of my healthy week last week, I did have like the Italian day, which again, like I'm not here trying to be like perfect, like, oh, I got to eat all organic. I got to eat all whole foods during the week. I mean, I'm flexible enough with like my diet in general, where, you know, if if, if family's going to come bring over a delicious meal in the, in the middle of the week, I'm not going to say no to it, you know? So even though I don't love eating a ton of bread and smack dab in the middle of the week, I ate that bread and that was delicious. I love the sandwich that they have. It's like that olive tapenade with salami and their, their bread is so insanely delicious. This baguette. Oh, so good. And the salad with the dressing. So good. I'm going to try this new pork one that I haven't tried before. And then they have the, um, linguine with clam sauce that I'll probably try next time. So I'm going to probably have that this Friday. So we will see. The other thing that was kind of like my tasty treat that I had over the weekend. And actually these lasted. So I went and bought these last Thursday at the grocery store at, at Trader Joe's. And 
you know, I pick them up and I'm like, these are going to be dangerous, Veronica, but I couldn't deny them. So I'm, I'm in Trader Joe's and I'm looking for, I, I did want something like a sugary treat. And I was looking for the pumpkin holiday cookies they always have. They're kind of like, they're not really pumpkin. They're, um, they're these like, I think they call them like the, like a yogurt kind of like white fudge coating, but it's like this icing coating to the, to the cookie. And they have these like autumn kind of leaf shapes and I, I'm, and, and they're, they're like pink and white with some sprinkles on them and they are insanely addictive and delicious. And so I, I often get those and I usually get two to three boxes and I'm just like, eating those for dinner. I mean, it's, it's not good bringing these into the house because I just, I can't stop like the texture. I freeze them and just the texture of biting into them with the icing and the cookie and the crunch. It's, oh, it's so good. And so, so these ones, they didn't have those, but they had the next best thing, which I don't even know if I like these better than the other ones. It's a toss up, but they had these gingerbread, these little gingerbreads that had the the white coating, that same white coating, but it's only on one side. So you see the brown top of the, the gingerbread and then the, the white icing on the bottom of it, the whole like underneath the cookie is iced. Ugh. And so I froze those two. And honestly, I bought, I, I bought two boxes and they're huge boxes. So I, I ate, I mean, I, I ate them on that Thursday till I couldn't eat them anymore. Uh, and then I ate the rest of one on Friday. They lasted me till Sunday is the moral of the story. So I was proud that I got them to last four days. Chad did have some, I didn't hide them from him. So I did allow him to partake in those, but, uh, they are, I love those cookies. Those are the best cookies. And so that was my little sweet treat Thursday through Sunday. Um, so I had, I did have my sugar fix for sure last week. Uh, I'm trying not to like overdo it, but I, I'm, you know, I, I, I love sugar and it's that time of year where all the autumn and Thanksgiving stuff comes out. And I just, I love the, 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 the holiday flavor profile. Oh, so good. So yeah, so that was basically my tasty treats of the week. I hope all of you had some tasty treats yourselves. All right, let's get into my podcast review of RIP diets. Now, I had a whole, I had two other podcasts that I was going to review, um, but I'm going to save that for my next show. Uh, I, I couldn't resist this one when I, I just saw it pop up. I'm like, oh, RIP Diets is back. So I decided to listen to it. And the topic was so good. I just, I couldn't resist. Now, Emily, so so I had done a, like kind of like a series of of podcast reviews from Emily. If you go back, I don't even know what numbers they are, but I I I was curious about learning more about intuitive eating. And Emily, the host of RAP Diets, she's someone who had had an eating disorder. She had been sent to fat camp. She lost a significant amount of weight. She had a, one of those moms that, you know, just pressured her a little bit when she was younger. And, you know, she so she went through the, the rigmarole of diet culture, you know, at a very young age. 
And so, you know, RIP diets is very much about, you know, that and, and saying goodbye to diet culture. And, and she, her life was very much changed by intuitive eating. And I was, I was very curious to learn more about intuitive eating at that point. And so I did, she did a bunch of shows on intuitive eating. So I reviewed each of those podcasts. So I do like her perspective. She's a comedian and she's funny and she's sweet. And I I do like her. Um, So this one was all about Alex Cooper and what she eats in a day. So for those of you who don't know who Alex Cooper is, Alex Cooper is the host of Call Her Daddy. If you go way back into my archives, I did an episode on the breakup between her and her former co-host, Sophia Franklin. And, you know, I'm very opinionated, as we know. And I, for me, my, you know, strong opinion is I think, I think that Sophia has more of like kind of like a raw talent as far as just being funny and real and putting it out there and not giving a shit about what people think. And I just, I like, I'm more entertained by Sophia than I am by Alex. I think Sophia is just on another level authentic. Whereas I think Alex, it has a more carefully curated image and, and thinks more about, you know, how she looks and what she, I don't know. I just think that there's, I also think that Sophia is more of a girl's girl and, and, and look, I think Sophia made some huge mistakes in the decision she made to not honor her contract. And actually I think Alex was smart for honoring her contract with Barstool and, 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 and even though I, I hurt, my heart hurts for Sophia that she kind of got screwed out of this like kind of $60 million deal with Spotify. She also, she didn't honor her contract. So I, you know, as, as somebody who does think that that's important, um, you know, I was, I was just screwed over and went to court over some, you know, a big company not honoring our contract. So I do think that that's important. And ultimately, I do think that Sophia did get screwed over, but I think she's thriving now. And and Alex, so I don't really like the Call Her Daddy show anymore. It's become like a celebrity interview show. And I I don't often love listening to celebrity interviews. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. I, I have listened to a few of hers when there's been somebody interesting on that I, I care about what they say and I'm curious about, you know, what they're going to say specifically on the show. Uh, but... I don't know. I, I just think that there's less authenticity to Alex than there is like raw reality with Sophia. And I just I just like that better. And so with that, I think that plays well into Emily's take on Alex's what I eat in a day. Because, you know, as you'll hear in this review, um, Emily kind of thinks that she's kind of being like, Oh, I'm like the cool girl that can like eat anything. And like, I like the cool girl can like eat whatever and not gain a pound. And, you know, and so Emily, Emily seemed very triggered by um, what Alex says she eats in a day. And she didn't really believe her to the full extent. She, she believed her to it to a point, but not fully. Now, here's my hot take on it. And and look, I've known a lot of athletes in my life, right? And, and you know, I, I think that when someone has been an athlete, now, I was an athlete in 
in high school, but I was not an athlete in college. Okay. College athletes, especially at like D one schools, it is a whole nother level. Um, and, and Alex Cooper was a D one soccer player. And so with that, you run like the level of activity that you get in the level of running, how many calories your body burns in a given week or a given day is like a million times the average person. You know, I think a lot of people, myself included, I gained a lot of weight when I went into college because, you know, I I played sports. I played like three different sports. Every season of, of high school, I was playing a sport. And then you go to college and if you're not playing sports in college, all of a sudden, and you're just drinking beer and eating pizza till two in the morning, like I gained the freshman 30. And, and so, you know, that just, that happens to a lot of people. And, you know, that happened to my boyfriend. My boyfriend used to do fen-fen because he used to play football. And then when he stopped playing football, he gained like 40 pounds and his doctor put him on fen-fen. So... You know, so and that actually that you see that quite a bit where you 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 have and I, and I used to hear it all the time in the weight loss industry, right? Like people, you know, at when they were in high school, when they were in college, like they were they ran around, they were doing all this stuff, and then suddenly they're a hundred pounds heavier because they kept those same eating habits. You know, like my boyfriend would come home and eat an entire pizza. He did that in football, but then he would also do that when he was not playing football, right? So you develop these habits. And yeah, so, so anyway, so, so here, so with that, I think Alex probably does have, well, she, so now she's out of college, obviously, right? So she's, I don't know, she's probably in her late twenties, maybe early thirties at this point, um, you know, maybe just about to turn 30. So she's been out of college for a while. So usually you see it like after somebody after the athlete stops. So you'd think that if she, and again, I'm going to review what she eats in a day in a second, but, um, but usually you'll see that person gain a lot of weight because they're, again, their, their activity level has suddenly changed. So, so, so I don't know. I, th- I think that most likely maybe her portion sizes are smaller, um, and she probably does eat more nutritionally and some, has some lighter days too, I, I'm thinking. But again, I also think that sometimes you develop these habits of eating junk food junk, like being a junk food junkie when you are a D1 athlete because your, bot, your, your metabolism is so fired up. You literally can eat anything and it's not going to show. So anyway, so let me get into the podcast review and I'll continue to share my opinions, but I, I do believe Alex Cooper to a point. My, this is a, this is my this is my overarching op- opinion, but I I also think and I agree with Emily that there are some points that lack some authenticity, and um and Alex and I did ha- I had to go watch the video after I I listened to Emily's, and I I will say there there is something refreshing though about having somebody that is, you know, a lot of celebrities, I think also feel, feel like, oh, I eat organic salmon and I shop at Erewhon and I, you know, eat only, you know, antioxidant filled foods. And so there is, there is that in celebrity culture, like the whole goop, 
Gwyneth Paltrow type person. So it is a refreshing change from that type of celebrity. I will say that. Okay, let's let's talk about what Alex Cooper eats in a day and and also about Emily Lubin's review. So she starts out by describing, you know, Alex and and she she talks about how she comes across as one of those people that's just like effortlessly gorgeous. And you know, her image from Call Her Daddy was like the sex pot. And you can't, I mean, she's a, she's just a stunningly beautiful girl, but she, you know, now with Call Her Daddy, she does have, she just wears sweats and she wears her hair back and she's very much like, oh, natural, casual girl. I do think that, I, I think she probably does like to be really comfortable, um, but Emily feels like it's this facade of like, oh, just effortlessly, effortlessly gorgeous. But I also eat flaming hot Cheetos. I drink every day. And Emily was kind of like, she, Emily thinks that Alex portrays herself as somebody that like just sits around and is lazy and just eats crap all day. But she's like, but some of those people, she's like, they actually do work out three times a week. You know, they're just not really intensely working out. You know, they might go ha- have like a light jog or, you know, a bike ride, but but act but but to them that's not like, you know, and and I can see that because I mean Alex again was a D1 athlete, so for her, you know, the 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 workouts she used to have were hours. And and I could see how, you know, just doing some light activity would, would come across to herself as not really working out. But she's also like, you know, Emily's like, she's probably running around to meetings and she, she probably gets ten to 15,000 steps in every day unconsciously. Um, but Emily's like, she portrays herself as this hot girl who just lays around. And she's like, it's kind of like that that girl from Gone Girl. And I actually think that this is, this is a funny reference because I totally got what she was saying when she referenced this. Um, she's like, you know, when, when I forget the name of that girl that was in Gone Girl, but she, she, she's talking about like the monologue of a cool girl who like drinks beer and eats pizza and eat wings, but, but like, doesn't, doesn't gain a pound and can hang out with the guys. And, you know, she's doing that as if, but then she's like, you know, behind the scenes, she's like busting her ass at the gym because she really like, in order to maintain her body, she, she really can't eat, just eat like that and not work out, but she kind of like hides it. So it's kind of like this front of like this fake kind of front of like, oh, I'm like the cool girl that can eat wings and pizza and not work out. But like behind the scenes, she's like busting her ass and, and just putting on this facade. So that's kind of what uh, Emily was saying Alex was was giving her that vibe um and so she's like so yeah so she's like she did this like what I eat in a day video and she so she starts the morning with an iced coffee with oat milk she has an everything bagel that's toasted with cream cheese and and Emily kind of went off on a little tangent talking about how she respects the cream cheese and how if it was her, she would love to do like a half, you know, half chive cream cheese, but then the other half like sweet, like a, like a cinnamon raisin butter type of situation. 
And so this is another thing I love about Emily is she does go off on food tangents. She did have another snippet in this podcast about some sort of like, some sort of like, some sort of food she was excited about, but I didn't decide to, I decided not to review that snippet, but go, go and listen to RIP diets if you want to hear it. It's, it's, it's worth the listen. Uh, but she said that most days, she's talking about how Alex is the most days she spends a lot of time editing. So she always has snacks. And she has to, like, keep, you know, so so Emily was like, well, she keeps hammering home that this is stuff that she eats all the time. Like, this is all the time. Like, like constantly snacking. And, you know, she either eats, like, the Welch's fruit snacks or she goes down and has some sour cream and onion Pringles. And now, when I watched the Alex Cooper video I wasn't necessarily getting that impression that she was like, oh, I do this every second of the day. And like, I didn't get get an impression that she was saying that she binges this stuff or, you know, anything like that. I think she just has like, she likes snacky junk food and, you know, she just likes to keep all that stuff around. And and I, I do believe that. Um, and Emily believed it too. But I, I think Emily's impression was that she was doing it like she was being forceful about, I do this all day, every day. And I didn't necessarily get that impression, but she said that lunch, she, she made a joke about like the bone broth type of celebrity, but that she actually has a sandwich every day. And her big one is this tuna cotto. Uh, she, she did say the name like Joe loves juice or something. It's I supposedly it's this um, sandwich shop in LA that makes these insanely delicious sandwiches. So of course I have to go check this place out the next time I'm in LA. But, um, but she was saying how like they do this crunchy thing with the bread that sounded really good. Uh, but then she talked about how if she wants more heft, she goes and gets this like Italian sub and she'll take Cheetos or chips and like put it in the sandwich. And, and (laughs) Emily's like, well, if you say so you go girl, you know, and Emily talked about how she's not the type to put chips in her sandwich, but, um, but you know, she's just like, okay, like if you say so, you know, you have a, an everything bagel every day. And then you follow it up with like a big, huge sub with chips every day. She's like, yeah, right. And, and then she's like, then she said she goes out to eat a lot or orders in and she loves chicken parm with pasta She's like, she and, and she's like, I'm sure she doesn't eat like that every day, right? Like she's not going out and getting chicken parm with pasta every single day. She, and then she goes on a tangent about enjoying drinking. She loves whiskey. Uh, she talks about how she loves for dessert this McConnell's ice cream that, and she jo- she goes like every like you know, six days or something. She she gets like a bunch of flavors, and she just she. Put, she makes a bowl with like all these different flavors and she she just indulges on that and she just loves it. Uh, she said that when she goes out drinking afterwards, she'll get the Trader Joe's egg rolls with ranch. Um, she doesn't have any food allergies or anything like that. So she's just one of those girls that's like down for anything. And Emily's like, this idea of being like the cool girl that's like down for anything. She's like, 
you know, and, and Emily is somebody that does have some stomach problems and, and, you know, there are a lot of people out there with different allergies, but, she, you know, Emily's thought was, oh, okay, like you're, you're putting up this like inauthentic image of being the cool girl that's down for anything. You can eat anything that's out there with no issue. You don't think about the carbs. You don't think about the fat. You don't think about, the, you know, and some people don't, like there are people that, are, you know, have a healthy food, health, healthy relationship with food and don't necessarily think about all those things. So, um, you know, but it is interesting because it, it is, you'd think that if she did eat this heavy and she's, she's working out a lot less than she did when she was in college that, you know, her metabolism would naturally change or she would, um, just, just, you know, from the level of activity to, to less activity and still eating that way. So, and maybe she ate way, way, way more in college. I mean, who knows? But, um, I understand what, em what Emily's saying. It's like, if you're eating a bagel, a big sub with chips, you're eating chicken parm with pasta every night, ice cream for dessert. And then in between you're eating, you know, gummies and Pringles, you know, there's literally no vegetables in there. There's, and it's just very, very, very heavy things that would, you know, for a large percentage of the, of the population, you would gain a good amount of weight. You know, I was watching this, this documentary the other day about this cult. It was so disturbing. I could not even finish it. I'm like, this is so disgusting. And it was so sad. Like these people that were getting preyed upon, it was this like love cult I think it was on Netflix or maybe Hulu. It, it, it was about this like this like twin flame soulmate cult. It was horrible. They were they were these these two people that were very strange that led this cult were basically telling people that oh that that guy that just broke up with you oh he's your twin flame soulmate and you need to go pursue him. And some people like literally would get get uh, restraining orders put on them and get thrown in jail. I mean, it, it was ruining people's lives. I haven't finished it, but I might go back and watch the rest of it. But just one of the things that stands out is like one of the girl, like she's like, and it's interesting because in a lot of the cult type things, like the Nexium, like the cult leader was trying to like almost like starve his, his, his followers. And you'd see these, these like rapid weight loss because they were restricting food and that was part of the mind control. And some of these people were completely emaciated after being in this cult. Well, this one was the opposite. It was like a feeder cult. It was like they were, they were like, well, you need to eat this way. And it was like a bunch of really heavy, heavy, heavy carb and, and, and processed red meat and and they're like, you need to eat all of this. And this is what your man should eat like. And you need to finish every bite of food on your plate. And this this girl who was featured in the cult, she she started out as a very, you know, a, a, in, a, in a much smaller body. She just looked like one of those, you know, very tiny people. And she said she, said she gained 90 pounds because of the way they told her that she had to eat. So... Again, when you're when you're suddenly eating this different way or you have this sudden change in activity level, typically you do see some weight gain and you're not maintaining, you know, that that smaller body anymore. But, you know, Alex Cooper is maintaining a very 
a, a you know smaller body despite saying that she's eating like this so i th- i think that's where the disconnect is for emily that if she's eating this much all the time it's like well why are you bragging if you can maintain that body that that body size eating like this it's not fair but i think i think it's really a, she thinks there's a lack of authenticity there which Again, my just overall impression of Alex Cooper in general. Look, I I like Alex. I respect Alex. I do think that she is talented. And I do think that she has earned where she is. Like, I do believe she was the original, you know, she thought of the original idea to call her daddy. And again, she honored her contract. So she has a good work ethic. I respect that. So there's a lot of things I respect about Alex Cooper. I think if I'm being really honest, I think there is a level of jealousy, right? That maybe, you know, maybe I like this snarky review that Emily did because I'm secretly jealous of, not secretly, I'm putting it out there. Like I, you know, who's, Alex Cooper just got a $60 million podcast deal. I would love that. Now, granted, this podcast has a lot of growth to do if we ever want to get close to anything near that. And I and I don't ever have, you know, I'm not I don't have aspirations for that, right? But I but I do think that you know, Alex Cooper is somebody that sh- they 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 did have very quick success. And you do see that with some people. They just, they like lightning strikes and, you know, the two of them coming together and and creating Call Her Daddy. I mean, the two of them together is why the show was so successful. And so, um, and so, and so I think because of, of my little bit of, of more love for Sophia, there is a little part of me that loved a little bit of snarkiness against Alex and and again, just my overarching opinion is a little bit that she's not as authentic. So Emily agreed with with that. And so I, I, I enjoyed this review. I enjoy hearing what people eat in a day anyway, regardless of, of what they eat. So Alex sharing all the details of what she really indulges in was such an, a great thing. Like I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And so I appreciate her for sharing and, and Hey, like, I think that there, there are people that would judge that and that, you know, but, but also some people that think that that's refreshing that she's putting out there that she eats all this junk food. So anyway, I, I, I think I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle, but also leaning towards Emily's gut feeling about kind of what Alex is putting out there. Um, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to really see, like, I'm sure she eats things that I'm sure she eats some vegetables every once in a while. Right. I'm sure she does. I would imagine. But, um, if anybody has any like insight into that, feel free to DM me. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear from my listeners. Um, and, 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 you know, Emily had gone down this Reddit rabbit hole to see if anybody else agreed with her. And apparently, um, you know, she's like, a lot of people think this is bullshit. And she's just like, you know, she's, she, she's also like, there's, there's a lot of girls out there that will like go and they'll just eat a small portion of, of these things. So that could also be the case. Like she could be eating a couple bites of her chicken parm. She could be eating half of her sandwich. Emily got the impression that she was eating the entire thing. I don't, I I don't think that she really stated that in the video, but 
Anyway, I love to dissect these things. It's what we do here at the Diet Obsessed Podcast. So hopefully you've enjoyed this review. Um, I do have a really good next uh, next show. I'm going to be reviewing. So Caroline Stanbury, taught, like her and, and her husband, her much younger husband, were kind of going back and forth about some of the plastic surgery she wants to have done. So I loved this episode. So I will be sharing that. It's kind of going to be a pod. I usually do podcast reviews of stuff on diet culture. This one will be a podcast review of my anti-aging antics segment so i'll be switching it up a little bit so that'll be a craving more episode one of my premium content shows so if you want to check that out you can go to the link in my bio you can subscribe to craving more on one of the levels of my patreon Um, I really appreciate my subscribers. If you don't want to subscribe and pay anything, you'll you'll still get the two free shows every month. Um, But if you could, I would appreciate a rating or a review. So just leave some stars, leave a comment. It means everything to us podcasters. And until we meet again, I hope all of you have a very balanced week.